Good evening, and welcome to The Theater in Your Mind. This is your host, Mr. H. Some things are hard to believe, but when the truth is bleak, other possibilities can be easier to consider. In the midst of confusion, the only way forward could be the assurance that the puzzle just needs one more piece. Our story begins with a young man coming to terms with a new reality that may prove to be unbelievable. I call it Before Our Eyes. guys, right? I can't see through the windows. Are they wearing biohazard suits? Step away from the building. Get back. I have to secure the area. From the caustic depths of the Houston Ship Channel to the sludge of the San Jacinto, welcome to Bayou City Byline with your host, Mark Freeman. We have before us the opportunity to forge a new world order, a new world order, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. The facts they deserve to know. You're listening to Mark Freeman on Bayou City Byline. All the muck that's fit to rake. And we're back on Bayou City Byline. And ready to take some calls in the second hour. We've been discussing the quote-unquote official story surrounding the terrorist attack on Houston City Hall. Before the break, we had an interesting caller who said he had evidence that the story we've been told is a lie. Are you still with us, Anthony? Uh, Yes, I'm still here. You were talking about some tapes you found. Uh, Yes, yes, I was. Uh, what's on them? I was trying to get a part ready uh, to play so I could play it into the phone but I couldn't find the part I wanted during the break. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you. These tapes are from James Riley, and he explains that there's been an infiltration of the government, and he was just... He's a hero. You know we're going to get a lot of other callers saying you just crossed the line, Anthony. If everyone could just hear them, it'd, it'd be obvious. These people that died at City Hall weren't people. They were aliens. He was trying to show us. Oh, that's quite a claim. And from the looks of the phone line, the listeners think so, too. Do you want to stay on and field some of these calls with us? No, I I, I can't. I don't want to be on the line too long. They'll find me. I'll call back when I can. Be safe out there. Wait, Anthony! Anthony! He's gone? Anthony, if you're still listening, get back to us soon. And stay safe out there, friend. That is one of the strangest calls we've ever had on Bayou City Byline. People are fired up and ready to talk about this, so we may not get to everyone tonight. On the line, we have Marcus from Outside the Loop. You have some choice words for Anthony. What am I supposed to be hearing? It's James Riley. 
What? How did you get those? I just found them. Oh, you just found tapes from the most notorious man in the country. Look, that night, I was walking to the bus stop after work. No bus was gonna come, but I was just in shock, going through the motions, and I sat there for a long time before I realized I was gonna have to walk. When I got up, my foot kicked this briefcase that was under the bench, and I just took it. I, I didn't even think about it, just picked it up and started walking. You shouldn't have these. You should turn them into the police. I can't trust the police. I can't trust anybody. You called me over here. I haven't seen you in weeks. What did you think I would say? I just need somebody else to listen. You said we would get a drink somewhere. That's what you said. Grab a drink and catch we up. We will. After this. I don't know. You kind of disappeared. We've all been worried about you. I just want to hang out for a little while. Kevin, stop it. If you listen, it will all make sense. Fine. Uh, which one do I start with? Listen to the one that's in the deck for now. Uh, go ahead and rewind it. This is Specialist James W. Riley of the United States Army. And if you're listening to this tape, I'm probably dead. I hope you're human so you can know the truth, so you can share it with others. Just be careful of who you speak to. They're all around us and they look just like us. I know you have questions about what I did and I'll try my best to explain everything. I'm I wondered why the first thing a person always says when they're about to tell you something unbelievable is that they're not crazy. I understand why that phrase is the only thing people can think of. Everything started for me when I was sent to the Sonoran Desert. My squad was given orders to provide security assistance for some kind of government exchange program. They were keeping all the details to themselves. From what I've been able to gather, my squad was the exchange. We were meant to be sacrificed to another species. None of us were supposed to survive the encounter. The ones who didn't die in the desert got quarantined. I guess they needed a cleaner way to get rid of us. The evacuations were just a cover-up. I woke up in the guest room of my parents' lake house. I was wearing a hospital gown. On the chair next to the bed was a fresh set of clothes. I called out for my parents, but there was no answer. I searched the house for them and found myself in my father's office. His desk was covered with newspapers and cassette tapes. There was a note in my father's handwriting stuck to the voice recorder. The one I'm going to leave in the briefcase. The note said, James, listen to this now. There's a copy of his tape in this briefcase, and it's labeled Tim Riley. I suggest you listen to it first, and then come back to my story. So, what do you think so far? I don't think we're hearing the same thing. That was James Riley. I told you it was a cover-up. I... I don't know. If you don't want to hear it, then it was a mistake calling you. Are you fucking kidding? What was that even supposed to be? Proof of a government conspiracy? A confession from a madman? I'm sorry. I don't know. Can we just get out of here? I went to this place last week that's got an unbelievable jukebox. First five songs on me. 
Let's go. I don't feel like it. I'm staying in. I need to finish going over this stuff. I'm coming over tomorrow, and we're going out. It'll be fun. You promised me a drink. How do you not see what's going on? Everything is different now. I've got to get people to hear it. I don't even know how many of us are left. I don't understand what's going on with you. None of this makes any sense to me. Look, I'm coming back tomorrow, and we're going to get out of this apartment and laugh and talk and have a good time, okay? You need to be ready, wash some clothes, and take a shower. You smell like stale Doritos and gym socks. Sure. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Okay. Whatever. Later. Yeah. How do I get people to get it? Maybe I missed something. Um, well, where do I start? Hi, James. It's your dad. I don't know what you'll remember once you wake up. I uh, guess first I just want to tell you, your mom and I, we love you, and we are proud of you, and I hope when all this is over, we'll be able to talk. I don't know how much time I have, so I'll try to keep this brief. You're not safe in the house. <laughs> I don't know if anywhere is safe anymore, so take the tape and go. At the time I'm talking to you, I am in full control of my faculties. That's important because you may not believe what I'm about to tell you. There are aliens, and they are here. I don't know what they want, but they seem to be taking over. So let me fill in some gaps. About two weeks ago, the federal government came down and ordered us to evacuate the city. You were in the hospital. They said we had to leave you in the hospital because the area was contaminated by poison or toxins or some such. So I went over there to get you out because I'm not leaving my boy behind. I had to fend off some guards on the way out and I hit one with my car. They bleed green. I didn't notice until we got home, but there was green liquid covering the door where the card rolled off. I was trying to get you inside, but I saw the door was broken down. Son, your mother's dead. They got her. I'm sorry. We got back too late. And I don't... I don't... They... She loved you so much. Um, so, I got you back into the car, and we had to leave. I was checking the house to make sure they weren't still there when I found another one. A full-grown woman was standing naked in the corner of the den. She looked exactly like your mom. I know I should have killed her, but I couldn't. It was just too much to deal with. So I picked her up and I threw her in the trunk of the car. When we got to the lake house, 
I carried you to the guest room and put you to bed. I took her to the boathouse and I locked her inside. On the way there, she was trying to talk to me. It sounded like English, but backwards. It's hard to describe, but you'll know it if you hear it. It's quiet out here. I thought I'd be able to think. I thought maybe I could talk to her. After a few days, she sounded just like your mother. She knew stuff about us. Where we went on our honeymoon, when Grandpa died, that Christmas you ran away because we bought the wrong action figures. So, I was so at ease with her. She was back, like she never left. I felt, I felt relieved. I started thinking, maybe everything that happened was in my head. I had to stop going to the boathouse to talk. I threw the key in the lake because I couldn't trust myself. I gathered up all the articles and news reports I could just to get my head right. You've got to be careful. They find a way to use your own life against you. They manipulate you. For Christ's sake, I had to hear your mother begging me to let her out. If you find me, make sure I'm not one of them. If I'm not myself, kill me and kill her. She's still in the boathouse. Don't let your feelings stop you like mine did. Maybe I'll see you soon. I don't know what else to say other than goodbye. Goodbye, James. We love you. Do we have a treat for you tonight, folks? We have a Bayou City Byline exclusive. Have you ever wondered if Earth is all there is? Are we all alone in the universe? Are all those abduction stories true? Our good friend Anthony is waiting to finally share the proof. Aliens are among us. He says that they're a threat and we must stop them. Did I get that right, Anthony? Hi, Mark. Yes, aliens are here and I've got the evidence. It's undeniable. For our listeners who may not have heard your previous calls, can you go over the series of events that led you to waking up and finding the truth? I'd like to, but I'd rather get to the tapes. I can't be on the phone for very long. I get that, I get that. Let's cut to the chase. Set up what you're going to play for us. What you're about to hear is James Riley in his own words. He's at his parents' house, he's disoriented. It's a little long-winded, but it's all important. It's his final warning. I haven't heard this yet. I just wanted to be as surprised as you are. I do feel like I should mention that we will be on a time delay. This is unedited audio that Anthony will play for us. I don't want to have to fight the FCC and aliens tonight. You still there, Anthony? Yeah, I'm here. Just tell me when to hit play. Okay, here we go. Remember, what you're about to hear is an exclusive. This has been aired nowhere else. Whenever you're ready. I tried to get some things together so I could leave, but I was pretty weak. My stomach was aching, and... 
I didn't know how long it had been since I had eaten. I went to the kitchen, but my dad was already there making me a sandwich. At first I was so glad to see him that I started to cry. He seemed to be overjoyed that I was awake. He wanted to sit down and tell me everything that had been going on. Then I remembered what he said on the tape. How they could talk. The things they would know. I came up with an idea to make sure he was human. I pulled the butcher's knife out of a drawer and tossed it across the room towards his feet. He calmly asked me what it was for. I yelled at him to pick it up and he did. I ordered him to slice open his hand. He held the knife in one hand, then he shook his head no. His eyes began to roll back in his skull. He turned to run away and I chased after him. He was heading towards the boathouse. I didn't know what I would do if I caught up to him. I had no way to protect myself. I went back in the house and got his hunting rifle. When I got to the boathouse, he was talking to whatever was inside. He didn't notice me. I stopped and aimed the gun right at the middle of his back. His arms went into the air and agreements flew up from his shoulders. He fell on his face. I kicked open the boathouse door. I shot the female before it even had a chance to say my name. I knew that they'd be looking for me. I knew that I couldn't trust anyone. These beings had replicated themselves down to our bones. I loaded my father's car with whatever supplies I could find. I packed the voice recorder and his tapes into this briefcase. If you're still listening to this, I know that you're thinking that I'm fucking crazy. That it's just a story. I had the same problem when I listened to my dad's tape. I kept wanting to hear the strange sounds that he was talking about. Well, I'm gonna let you hear them. Maybe then you'll believe me. I caught one of those bastards and it's tied up in the next room. It was working as a truck driver. I'm gonna carry the voice recorder into the room with me and make the thing talk. I've already found out from this creature that a large group of them are meeting at City Hall tomorrow night. I figure if I kill enough of them, it'll draw attention to their kind. I've got a plan, but I'm not going to expose it on this tape. I just want to say a few more things before I go in. Some things for you to keep in mind. If you're human, you won't show anyone these tapes without making sure they're human first. Check and see if they bleed green. So far, all the ones I've come across did. It's also a good idea to stay off the grid. They can find you easier if you're trying to convince people about them online. That's why I decided to put these tapes in a random place. I'm going into the room now. Talk, you fucker!
brothers and spread the truth. This is Specialist James Riley of the United States Army. What was that? Said James Riley and an alien. What, what are you trying to do? Is this a gag? Jesus, what do I have to do to get you people to understand? That's real proof. That's the smoking gun. So these aliens were supposed to have heard, let me guess, they're reptilian, right? They're Anunnaki? They're sex demons from the ninth dimension? What? I don't know why you're doing this. Do I need to play it again? We've heard enough. Don't you ever waste my airtime again with this crap. It's all there. I thought you'd be excited. I called you because I thought I could trust you. You're just like everybody else. D did they already get you? Oh, shit. What you heard was real. Turn him down. Cut, it, cut him off. You have to protect... You're never getting back on this show. You hear me, buddy? We have to take a break, but when we come back, we'll take more calls. Let's tell Anthony how we feel about his evidence. Back in five. I've been going over these tapes since I found them. It's clear to me. There must have been more people taken over than James thought. I had a friend over here yesterday, and he didn't believe me either. It's all here. The motivation. Fear. God, those sounds. How do you fake that? I went into town this afternoon. I felt like everyone walking on the sidewalk stopped and looked at me in some way. Like I was the one who was different. I saw their eyes creeping from behind newspapers, glancing at me while talking on their cell phones. When I was at a red light, the driver of the car next to me turned his head, smiled, and waved. When it turned green, I didn't move my car. People behind me didn't honk or go around. Everything was wrong. I don't know how much time I have before they find me. I thought going on the radio would be a way I could get the message out and safeguard myself. Like the attention would make me too high profile. I underestimated their reach. They already have control of the media and the government. If anyone finds this, just gather as much information as you can and make your own tape. Be sure to check... Kevin's here. I'll let the tape roll so you can hear it for yourself. Hey man. You ready to get that drink? Oh, yeah, yeah, just come on in. What happened to your arms? I've... I've been checking. Uh... After yesterday, I'm really worried about you, man. You don't need to worry about me. That's why I've been checking. James's dad said they bleed green. As long as I don't, I'm still okay. You've been cutting yourself? It's not like that. I have to know that I'm still me. You need help. You've got to stop. I thought so. I should have checked you before I showed you the tapes the first time. Hello? Yes, my name is Kevin Fan. I'm looking for help regarding my friend. Yes, I'm worried he's suicidal. Well, he's been cutting himself. Hey, just relax, buddy. I'm getting you some help, okay? There have been some other things I'm worried about, too. Uh, for the last couple weeks, he hasn't really left his apartment. No. So he has to want to come on his own. Right. Okay. Hold on. Give me your hand. Why? Do it! No! Oh! No! Fucking quit it! Oh! 
Ah, god damn it! Uh, he just stabbed me! I knew it! You are one of them! Uh, yes! Can you come get him now? Anthony, this is for your own good, man. Just calm down. 711 South Chestnut, apartment 518. You think I'll let you turn me? You, once everybody knows, there won't be anything you can do. I recorded this whole thing. I've got the proof right here. Whatever your plans were, you just lost. Tell your leaders that. Where are you gonna go? They're on their way, you need help. Yes, he left. Please hurry. I'm still here and the heating is getting worse. Oh. Don't trust anyone. I thought I could. I thought I could trust him. I showed him the tapes. He didn't believe me. How can he argue this? It's so clear. But the most important thing, you have to check. He wouldn't cut himself to show his blood. It's not too much to ask, is it? I check every day. If you're listening to this, you should check. It's worth knowing. You have to know. You have to be sure you're okay. I'm going to leave these tapes where I hope you can find them. I know they are coming for me. I could tell. You heard Kevin tell them. My name is Anthony Taylor, and as of April 21st at uh, 6.17 p.m., I'm still human. I told you it's real. What do you mean real? If you're saying that the physical object you're holding in your hand is real, then yeah, it's real. If you're saying anything else about this is real, you're just wrong. So you think it makes more sense that this is a hoax? Yeah, it's a hoax. Didn't you hear that nut job calling to Bayou City? It was dead air. He's probably going to get a reality show out of it. Well, why would he do that? I don't know. We can talk about it later. We're going to be late. Let me put in another one. This one says Tim Riley. If there's nothing on it, we'll just go. I told you. We're checking all of these when we get back. This isn't over. All right, come on. But I have to turn it off. It'll be fine. Theater in Your Mind presents Before Our Eyes, The Cast. Jonathan Bryant as Anthony. Logan Hill as Specialist James W. Riley. Johnny Bryant as Tim Riley. Ben Vale as Mark Freeman. Eric Koch as Kevin. Samantha Christian as the young woman. John Holland as the young man. Amber Bryant as woman number one. Joseph Hoffman as man number one. Nick Daniel as man number two. And Jeffrey Lee Merle as the police officer. The script editor was Logan Hill. Before Our Eyes was written by John Holland and Logan Hill. Before Our Eyes was directed by John Holland. This is Mr. H, signing off. Until next time, I'll be waiting for you in the theater in your mind.